Hello world, it's Charmaine Campbell and I'm back with episode four of Your Life Has Possibilities. I want to start off by giving God the glory, the honor, and the praise in my life. And I truly thank God for placing this vision in my heart during this season in my life. And I thank God for each and every listener. So far, we have discussed our goals, our vision statement, and our mission statement. Hopefully you all have a journal by now. You have a jar for your written blessings and you are staying prayed up. Remember, prayer is the foundation for everything in your life. You should be praying in the morning, throughout the day, and before you go to bed. And everyone should be reading their word and meditating on a scripture throughout the day. Some of you may have already begun your vision board. I wanted to provide you with some resources for creating your vision board. Some of you may still hear my voice. It's a little raspy, but nevertheless, God is healing my body. Remember that the vision board is supposed to be used as a visualization tool used to create focus for your life. So I have three websites that you can visit on your own time that will truly help you create Um, a focused vision board. The first one is happyblackwoman.com. I do know there are men who listen to this podcast, but this website creates an in-depth six-step process for creating your vision board. Also, the coachingtoolscompany.com. On this website, they have a lot of examples of vision boards for things you want to see for your future. And then the mindbodygreen.com website was just an overall tool you can use to create a better focus for your vision board. So let's get into our new topic, the seatbelt syndrome. So I want to talk about what is holding you back. I want to give everybody a minute to think about this question. What is holding you back? So when I talk to people, they always talk about their past relationships or someone who hurt them or um, they could be holding themselves back for because of fear so I want to talk to you all about stop holding on to last season stop holding on to old thoughts it is time for us to prune it is time for us to create new life in this season And I want to start off by reading John 15 and 2. So if you have your Bible, please turn to John 15 and 2 because it's truly pruning season um, in this time in our life. And our pastor has been preaching about doing things in um, a quick manner, not just doing them haphazardly, but it's no time to waste. The time is now. If If it's something that's holding you back, something that isn't, bearing any good fruit, something that doesn't mean you any good, it's time to let it go. So John 15 and two says every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it that it may bring forth more fruit. So when we think about the word pruning, and I look this up and this is something that I do um, every May, anyone that knows me knows that I love to garden. I plant flowers every year. And, um, before I can plant flowers, I have to prune and pruning is cutting away dead and overgrown branches 
that aren't producing to allow for new branches to grow and bear fruit. So there is always something better on the other side for us. And in order for us to see better, you have to let go of the old things. So in order for you to do that, you have to pray and ask God to help reveal to you the things you need to prune out of your life. Because some people have on blinders. They know what they need to get rid of, but they're still holding on with a, with a tight grasp. And the reason we can't see the possibilities in our life is the sheer fact we haven't removed old habits, old thoughts, and old ways of live, living. I don't know if you all are on social media, but there's a meme um, that was going around, I think about a year ago, and it was a picture of Jesus with a little girl and the picture of Jesus had one arm behind his back and he had a huge teddy bear. And the little girl was standing innocently in front of him holding this tiny little bear. And in the meme, uh, Jesus is saying, just trust me. And um, he's holding out his other hand, asking the little girl to give him the teddy bear. And she's saying, but I love it. I love it. And some of us, we love our old ways. Some of us love the way that we are living in our mind. We want something better, but we just cannot let go of those old habits. And we must remember what God has in store for us is much bigger than any idol that we try to hold on to. His plan is so much greater than the plan that we concoct for our own lives. However, in order for us to see this reality manifest, we must be willing to let go. Ask yourself, am I willing to let go? Am I willing to move forward in my life and see what God has for us? We must be willing to die to ourselves and allow his spirit, God's spirit to live through us. He must become Lord over our lives. If you have your word, please turn to Matthew 16, 24 through 26. And this is in the new King James version. It says, then Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whosoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? So if you think about this meme, the big teddy bear that Jesus is holding behind his back in this picture definitely represents our destiny. I believe it can also simply mean the bigger picture and represent that it is of eternal value. So the bigger picture is doing what God wants for us and his purpose, his will. So when we're praying, we should always ask for God's will to be done in our life, asking God to reveal to us what is his purpose for our life, not what we think we should be doing, because we have our own ideals and interests and infatuations with whatever moves us or gives us that instant gratification if everyone is rooting us on and telling us how good a job we're doing or we're getting a bunch of likes on Instagram or Facebook. That's what we think we should be doing. But the small teddy bear is representing the temporal rewards that we gather up for ourselves and they just rust away. And we must believe that the teddy bear represents also, let's think about it, selfishness 
and ultimately the desires of the flesh. And one thing I do every day, because this message is for me also, there are some things that I need to let go. And I pray every day and ask God to please allow my flesh to die down. Do not allow me to make any decisions with the leading of my flesh. I don't want my flesh to be involved at all because if flesh leads us, we're going to, we will go down the wrong road because it's just human nature. We want to do what feels good to us. So when we think about the larger teddy bear, it represents something that is much greater in our greater than who we are. The little bear also reminds us of someone in the Bible by the name of Esau who sold his birthright to his brother Jacob for some soup, for a meal, for one measly meal. He gave up his entire birthright. He gave up the bigger teddy bear for something temporary, something that would give him instant gratification. In his case, it was the very thing that his destiny had forsook. We all have a marvelous journey that God has planned out that will end with eternal rewards being reaped due to the spiritual fruit that we will bear. But only if we find that narrow path and stay the course. It is very difficult for us sometimes to stay on that narrow path and not veer to the left or to the right. Because when we see things on social media or on TV or we hear about different things that our friends are doing. It sounds so exciting. And you're like, Oh, I can't live for God. I can't live this way because I feel like I'm missing out on so much. I'll never forget a story that our pastor told, um, in church, there was, um, a bunch of flies and they were on, um, at the bottom of like a box and they were looking like they were having a good time. And there was one fly at the top, just flying around, flying around and looking down and saying, boy, they are having a good time at that dance. Everybody is moving around. I'm about to go join them. And he flew down and he was trapped because it was a sticky fly trap. So where he thought people were having a good time dancing around, it was actually the flies trapped on the fly trap trying to move around and get off. So sometimes you can think people are having a good time because of perspective, but people are actually trapped. They can't get out because they did not allow God to lead and to guide them so they can walk in victory. And so this is where the title came from the seatbelt syndrome. Some of us are wearing a mental seatbelt that is not saving our life. We know that um, in the real world, seatbelts are designed to retain people in their seats and to prevent and reduce injuries that you may suffer in a car crash. They ensure that as little contact is made between the person in the car and the inside of the car as possible. And it significantly reduces the risk of being thrown from the vehicle. So ultimately we know that seat belts can help save lives. They are a very important feature in a car. But some of us, we use our seat belt, our mental seat belt as a safety net to not walk by faith and in victory. And I'm talking about myself in this as well. 
Sometimes we allow the mental seatbelt to keep us going back over the negativity in our mind. And that goes back to our midweek message, self-deprecation. You don't want to get caught up in belittling yourself. Stop allowing fear to dictate the possibilities of your life. Do not suppress or hide the greatness that's within you. Remember what God says in 2 Timothy 1 and 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. It is time for us to allow the Holy Spirit to lead and to change the the trajectory of any environment you are in. Take off the negative seatbelt. Start living the life that God has for you. Begin pruning the negativity from your life. Stop holding back onto old thoughts and old habits. It is time for a new thing. It is time for you to start living in the possibilities for your life. Your life has possibilities. I do hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please remember to subscribe. I pray that everyone enjoyed episode four of Your Life Has Possibilities. Please remember to click the subscribe button and Your Life Has Possibilities can be found on various platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Stitcher, Anchor.fm. Remember to write a review or choose Your Life Has Possibilities as one of your favorite podcasts to listen to. I do thank each and every one of my listeners for tuning in. And remember, your life has possibilities.